0: Log Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: Welcome to another episode of the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I am your host, Marla Martinson, and if you've been uh, with me before, welcome back, and if you're new, thanks for joining us. So here we talk about all things mystical. We talk about love, relationships, magic, how to bring more just joy and oomph into your life. So today we're going to talk about what it's like to be a professional psychic, and I have my special guest, Psychic Christina. Um, We're going to chat about how she became a psychic and whether psychics are born or can you develop it. I know a lot of you are working on your psychic abilities. A lot of you love getting readings. I mean, who doesn't like getting readings, huh? And I've been working on the psychic hotlines uh, for a while now, for about three years, which is a lot of fun. Um, I think that as, as kind of a uh, psychic insights with some practical coaching, which I think is really the best kind of reading to get where you really get some practical advice as well, instead of just fortune telling, like, you know, dates and times that and, uh, will this happen. So when you really, I think when you really want to tune into the energy around a certain subject and what you can do to, um, uh, make things better at that time, or what steps you can take to go forward, uh, is where I think people can really get the most out of a reading. And Christina is going to tell us what she thinks about all of that. Um, she works with people all over the globe, helping them navigate their love lives, careers, deep questions about their about their future and their health and well being. Uh, all of that so she's got over 20 years as a professional psychic and she skillfully combined her lifelong interests of psychology sociology spirituality and theosophy and she provides a unique integration of the intuitive arts with a keen psychological insight she's an eclectic psychic who encompasses mediumship clairvoyance health and energy readings to provide a full-spectrum experience Um, She's also taught classes in intuitive arts and related subjects, and um, I'm just going to bring her on because we are going to chit-chat, and then at the end, we're going to take a couple of of callers to get a a mini-reading. Hello, Christina.
0: Hey, Marla. How are you? Awesome. Thanks for joining me today. Well, thanks so much for having me. I know we've been, been meaning to do this for a while. I'm glad that we're finally able to do this.
1: Exactly. And, and you guys, I've had many readings with uh, Christina over the years. I think the first one was like way back in 2008, or nine, uh, and then kept in touch with her over the years. And and whenever I have something I really need some insight into, she's always there with amazing um, advice and, and psychic abilities. So,
0: uh Christina oh, thank
1: you. Yeah. Yeah, you're just amazing. So let's let's just start at the beginning just a little uh snippet there into your um childhood. Were you always um psychic? Were you seeing ghosts or what what how did this happen <laughs> for you? Uh,
0: well, I'm I've I've talked about this before, but you know, the facts are the facts. So I guess I have to repeat myself, you know, hope um Uh, If if anyone has heard the story before, please excuse me. But when I was a child, I had these neighbors next door who were the loveliest neighbors. They were from Virginia Beach. I grew up in New York. And um, they were a sweet elderly couple who sort of took me under their wing because they had never had a daughter and and they just really befriended me, and they're lovely. And I would go to their house for tea and lunch and various holidays. And apparently they were friends of Edgar Casey, the sleeping prophet. Oh, how cool. Yeah. yeah. And I grew up on stories of Edgar Casey. from, I met them, I guess I was around six years old. So I started to hear these stories about him and... Um, what he did and how he was a healer and a hands-on healer and his whole process of he was a, he was a very strict devout christian and he really had to sort of um uh accommodate to the idea of, of him being a psychic and a medium i think that was a real challenge for him but anyway he they pretty much you know raised to me on stories about him so i grew up learning about what a psychic was and a, a psychic healer and how he would go into meditation and he would, he would you know, give all of uh, this information about strangers who would write in from all over the world. So it was, it was really very, quite special. Uh, also, I must add, not just that, but in my own house, you know, there was from my siblings, there was an interest in, in the psychic subject. So that was also there, but but in terms of being exposed to what psychics do, like Edgar Casey, I think you know the real interest got piqued from you know my neighbors, Mr. and Mrs. Perez. I loved them; they were the sweetest people. Interesting. Yeah, I just read, finished reading uh, last month Edgar
1: Casey's biography, and it's just fascinating. Oh yeah, um, what an really, yeah, incredible really, man.
0: And how all of his information really holds up. And I remember as a child reading his books, like I was reading, you know, Edgar Cayce material with Montgomery Jean Dixon growing up when, you know, other kids were reading Nancy Drew or whatever kids were reading at that point. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I, I remember reading back then that, you know, uh, reading about how the psychic and, and spiritual cults, Subject would become mainstream, and back then, when I was a child, and I won't give you my age, but it was a few years ago. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was it was unthought un, un of to think that that would be mainstream. You know, back in the uh, in the seventies and eighties. So it's mm-hmm. interesting. It's interesting how things have have changed and evolved. Yes, absolutely, and and so then. You had your
1: interest peaked, so what happened? Did you start, um, you know, how did you started, start your... Yeah,
0: yeah, I started doing readings as a child, like, you know, just for, for fun. <laughs> I remember my sister gave me uh, her set of tarot cards, and I started learning tarot when I was really young, and I started to learn psychometry, and... um uh, I was the kind of child that, I don't know if, if anyone understands, coming from New York or other places, but like large urban cities, they have things that are called block parties. So I remember when I was, I don't know how old I was, like maybe I was 10 or 9 or 10 or 11, somewhere around there. And um, all of the kids on the block were really worried because the next day at the block party it was supposed to rain. So I decided, mm-hmm. I suggested, let's have a seance and ask the spirits to, you know, not let it rain. So um, <laughs> all of my friends, you know, sort of went along with me, but they definitely were looking at me a little crookedly. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I, I started my interest at that point. But, but seriously, a little later than that, I don't, I guess I was maybe, I want to say I was maybe 11 or 12, somewhere around there, when uh, a close friend of mine passed away in a car accident. And he was a few years older than me and he was my mother's friend's son. And we grew up together and he um, he uh, tragically died in a car accident. And uh, that was my first mediumship experience. He would come to me and um, he would give me information. He would tell me things about his family and his, uh, 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 you know, unfortunately it was horrible situation. And his parents had such a difficult time and his mom was struggling. And um, I would go to his mom and I would say, you know, Johnny came to me and he told me, you know, ABC and D. And she would look at me like, Oh, how sweet. She thinks she's talking to my son and she sort of, you know, humored me. But then I started telling her, you know, what he told me like, well, Johnny said that you know you moved his picture today over to the other side of the room, and he said that you're mm-hmm. going for a haircut tomorrow, and and then I think I started to freak her out <laughs> yeah. because it wasn't it wasn't something she was used to. So of course, you know I'm sure Marla, you have similar reactions to people when people you know hear you're a psychic or you're into that subject matter. They either are really interested and fascinated or you know quite often they're afraid. So um, well, she was yeah. afraid. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh gosh. Well, that's interesting that that um the mediumship just came forward like that because some people have to sit in the power and they have to work on it and stuff. So when he so um, it seems like somehow you were open or you got open maybe from, maybe Edgar Casey helped you from all those stories yeah, and stuff yeah. from beyond
0: the energy. I, yeah. I, I agree. I think I was in training and didn't realize it. So I was yeah. really reading about Edgar Casey and all of that subject matter. And because of my neighbors and sort of a whole world opened up to me. So a few years later, you know, five or six years later when he passed, um, I think I was, Already in tune to that, and you know, when you're younger, you're you're more accepting. You don't you're not so pessimistic or skeptical, and and you just you just trust what you feel and you trust what comes to you, and um and I think that was to my advantage. But yeah, that was my first mediumship experience. But um no, well, I didn't really Edgar see Casey
1: things. Died, but Edgar Casey, Edgar Casey died in 1945,
0: so these mm-hmm. people
1: must have been. Pretty old, right? That they had been friends with him, and
0: and uh, yeah, they were they were retired yeah. in age when old. they moved next yeah. door to me. So, so I always thought it was a little bit of divine intervention because here was this southern couple from Virginia Beach, yeah, who all yeah. of a sudden decided we're moving to Brooklyn, New York, and uh-huh. you know for no reason they just trusted. You know, they trusted yeah. whatever they felt, and they bought this house next door from me, and and they kind of changed mm-hmm. my life in a lot of ways. So I'm really yeah. grateful about that. But yeah, so yeah, they they um they both they both passed on years and years ago. But yeah, they were great, and um you know they were lovely mm. people.
1: And then from then, were were you doing? When did you start doing medium or um psychic uh, work as a profession?
0: Well, um I didn't do it as a profession until my late 20s. So, uh, mm-hmm. like 27, 28, I started to do I I kind of did it as a hobby and and wasn't paid for it. You know, I would give friends readings. I I um I uh had a few jobs that sort of put me in situations where they were they were seminars. So I met a lot of people in the field like Deepak Chopra and Mm -hmm. Sylvia Brown. And um, I used to work for the learning annex. And then I worked for the new school for social research in New York. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I, I did a quite a a few interesting things before I decided to be a psychic full time. But yeah, in my, in my late twenties is when I decided, yeah, I, I want to pursue it more seriously. And honestly it's, Almost thirty years now. It's twenty something mm-hmm. years. Again, we're gonna. I'm going to refer to my age and you know date myself. But yeah, <laughs> it, it's been a minute. It's been quite a minute since I started.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting how when you do a reading, you tune into the body first. Give a little you know uh, explanation how if somebody calls you for a reading, what what happens there.
0: Yeah. Well, I call myself a health sensitive because. I'm not um, a medical professional and I always state that I look at the body and I look at it energetically and I look at energetic imprints and I start with that because it helps me tune into the person and and that's why I start with that at the beginning of the reading and um, you know as you know because I've read you when when I get information about the body it's I it's, it's past present or future So I have to figure out where the information belongs once I receive it. So, um, yeah, so I I start by looking at the body energetically and and see where, you know, um, issues have been. But, you know, again, they're energetic imprints. So that's sort of what I focus on.
1: And how did you um, uh, train yourself to do these energetic imprints? Was this something that you learned somewhere or just that came to you from the guides or so
0: far, I think, you know, it goes back to when I was reading and learning about Edgar Casey, and, um, you mm-hmm. know, I was, you know, I'm a Virgo and I have got probably like five or six planets in Virgo. So it makes me really want to help and heal and, you know, sort of yeah. um, serve people in some way. And I think that um, it was sort of a natural evolution uh, I, I'm I'm mm-hmm. a health oriented person, so I think that that was part of it, and it was just something that so, sort of naturally evolved into that. Um, but I always focused on the body, you know, pretty much from the beginning. When when I first started, I did focus also a lot on animals, you know. Find I love animals. Um, animals are mm-hmm. one of my passions, you know. I I love all animals. And um, I've done rescue work and been involved in all of that. And um, I started out with that, uh, finding lost pets, uh, health issues of pets. I still do that. But, you know, I, I do everything, really. But it's one of the things that I love yeah. because I love animals. Do you mind if I share my, uh, my latest,
1: something about my latest reading with you? With,
0: uh, that's to the audience? up to I you. I... I you know yeah, everything yeah. is personal so, and private in a reading but you know i would never yeah. say anything about a client but that's up to you as your reading yeah <laughs> yeah
1: so i'll share you guys it's so fascinating so i've i've had some things with my body before that i wanted christina to tune into and this latest i had um starting probably in early september my teeth started hurting so bad and i didn't know if it was a post-covid uh, I uh, had had COVID over the summer, if it was uh, something to do with that or, or but. And, and the teeth, all the teeth. And, I mean, I just chewed. To, it was, I had to take a ibuprofen about every, I don't know, eight hours or so, and, and I had to have it with me. I mean, when those teeth started, when that ibuprofen started wearing off and my teeth were hurting, I was in agony. And I asked some dentists, nurses, doctors, you know, have you heard of this? Is anybody complaining of this? post-COVID, and they said, no, never heard of it, and da-da-da-da. So anyway, I thought, oh, let me do a reading with Christina. Well, she tunes in, and then the first thing she – I don't tell her anything. And and then the first thing she says was, uh, there's something going on with your your teeth. (laughs) So I was like, yes, that's why I'm calling. (laughs) So she tuned in there, and, there, you know, it was just amazing. And I will say, Christina, now my teeth um, have stopped hurting, Pretty much, I did go to my dentist here in Los Angeles and she said that I'm grinding my teeth and she says, well, you've been grinding, I've been telling you for 20 years that you've been grinding them and they fit me with a night guard. But I did go and have that before I even was using the night guard, which I haven't started yet. I went and had an energy healing and and a lot of clearing with this woman out here and the next day my teeth stopped hurting. So it was pretty amazing, but yeah. So I'm um, – she said, like, I had some lower-level attachments and, you know, how we get – so anyway, she, it was a like a very deep healing session, and I had no expectation that it would – you know, I didn't go to her for the teeth. I went to her just for some, you know, clearing, and uh, the next day it, it uh, went away. So it was – I thought it was too much of a coincidence, the timing, so I was thrilled about that. Um, but, yeah, okay, so um, – yeah. So Christina's amazing tuning in on things. And you had said that it would stop between two weeks and two months, which is right in the time frame. Exactly. So okay, good. I'm glad that's cool. better. Yeah. Yeah, it's better. And you guys can connect with Christina at psychicchristina.com and it's with a C H C H R I S T I N A. And um so uh let's see, why don't we take a call? Um, let's see and let uh somebody get a little reading. So all right. Hello. Hi there. What's Hi. your name and where are you calling from? Hi. My name's My name's Lisa. I'm calling from New Mexico. Okay. Hi Lisa, Thanks for how calling are you? in. Thank you. Um I'm calling to find out, um, if you have any messages from Spirit for me.
0: Okay, Lisa. Um, Lisa, can I ask you what your age and your sign is? Yes, I am fifty, and I'm an Aries. I love Aries women. Okay, <laughs> I do. They're just they're just great. Um, okay, Lisa, can you just repeat your name, your only your first name, three times? Yeah, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. I'm not sure if this is happening yet, but around your energy are changes. So I'm not sure if you're thinking about changing oh, yeah. either with your, your living situation or your job, but to me it feels yes. like both, both things are sort of, um, you know, evolving right now. And I feel like, are you planning some sort of a trip? Not yet. No, that sounds interesting. Okay. Um, it, it feels like there is a trip. Um, within three, I want to say three weeks or three months, that either you will be planning or or going somewhere within three months. But it feels like it's very positive. It feels like that um, it's going to bring you some new contacts and new opportunities. Hold on. Let me see. Have you had any repair issues in your home? No. No. I'm sorry, you I
1: didn't think? hear you. Um, no, I, I'm just trying to I'm think. I'm seeing of like
0: a, I, a water or a plumbing issue. Yeah, it yeah, yeah happened. that was in the past. No, that was in the past. Okay.
1: I, I unplugged something by accident and thought I needed to have a repair like two weeks ago, and I plugged it back in. It was just me being dumb
0: because <laughs> I, thought I, I, thought I,
1: I thought it was plugged in, and I was calling people to repair it, but I plugged it
0: in, and I'm like, oops. That was kind of funny. Okay. There feels happened. like there's something else around you as well, another, like a repair thing that's very minor coming up. Okay. But um, okay. hold on. And it feels like it's something with the screen. So it could be a computer or it could be a TV. But okay. I had my computer
1: repaired um, okay. like a week ago.
0: Okay. Well, that could be it or it could something else it feels like two so it's it looked to be a second time but it's minor and it gets repaired if it happens again okay. um you have any any specific question that you would like to ask
1: yeah actually i do i i'm at i'm dealing with some um mentally unwell people um recently and um you know it's a little bit bordering on stalking online stuff and uh It seems to be kind of chilling, calming down a bit. Do you feel like it's coming to a close soon, or do you think this person is going to keep it alive for a long, long
0: time? Um, It feels like this person sort of, like, starts and then stops and starts and then stops, like, takes a step back, and then, you know, they're in the background. They go up and down. Eventually, it will stop. I'm not sure if you might not hear from them again, but I do feel it does stop. Um, Is there a French connection around this, something about French or France? Uh, No. Okay, there's something, it might not be connected to this person, but there's something positive for you, something French connection. So it could be a French person, it could be... A French place like Paris or Canada. Well, actually, um,
1: um, there's—I don't know if Belgium counts. This is one of the women involved in this. this is from Belgium, and I, I do love her, but she's she they they fed her poison, and um, yeah, and she, I'm, I hope she comes back and understands that they used her for to hurt me. It's it's just a I'm weird not I'm thing, not
0: sure you know. about any of that, but there's something about something French connected that's very positive for you. Yeah. You know, thanks for I calling, me, Lisa. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. every right. day. a
1: great so much. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, this is, I hope uh, that works out for her. The French connection, yeah. In Belgium, should they speak French? So that could have could have yeah. been that. So, um, all right, let's take one more here. Looks good hello hello my name is Catherine hi Catherine where are you
0: calling from I
1: am calling from Washington State and I'm a Libra
0: hi Catherine how are you hi good I'm great Catherine may I ask your age uh 53 Okay, Catherine, can you just repeat your first name three times for me so I could tune into your vibration?
1: Catherine, Catherine, Catherine.
0: Okay, do you have a question?
1: Um, I could do a general. It's fine. A lot. It's funny, a lot of the things you said to her, I mean, it happens a lot with callers. I am looking for a, a change and... I am going no, no, don't trip. tell me.
0: Sorry. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> no. Let me let me read you. You called in. Let me read you. <laughs> Hold on, Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Catherine, I feel like um, again. I will say that I'm not a, a medical uh, professional, but um, I do look at energy. And I want to say they're telling me for you to watch your feet in your lake. so I don't know if you've been having any issues. that That's in your energy field, so I'm not sure if it's past or if it's future. Um, hold on one second. I'm also getting to tell you to, uh, to be careful about uh, vehicles, like repairs for vehicles feels like yes. there could be an issue coming
1: up. Yes, I need new tires.
0: Okay, hold on. Okay, Catherine, uh, when I say Florida, do you have a Florida connection uh, at the moment?
1: Um, barely. I kind of know two people there. Okay, there
0: feels like there could be some sort of a work or professional connection with Florida coming up for you. Um, it doesn't mean you're moving there or anything. I'm just saying there is some sort of a, a something that seems to be somewhat significant. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, hold hold on, hold on one second. Okay, uh, I'm not sure. I'm seeing uh, musical instruments and and uh, notes. Is music on your mind? Is, is something in your life happening musically connected?
1: Hi, I was wondering if you guys have an African
0: Grey.
1: I'm sorry, um, I can't I hear you. I love it. I love okay. music. do you ever do get the man? I,
0: there's
1: another background noise. Going okay,
0: on. I I can't hear. I'm sorry. Hey, I was wondering if get any African Greys in. When when will you have some? Hello. Yeah, there's Marla, I don't think I'm hearing. I'm not hearing properly. Um, and Catherine, Maybe. are you,
1: you're the four one four one five number, right? Hello. Yes. Yes, I'm 415. Okay. 415. All right. It should be okay. It should be okay now. All right. Hello. Go ahead. Hello. Okay. There we go. Yes, I was just, music, I love music, I would love to work around music or anything involving music.
0: Okay, there feels like, I'm getting to tell you, you have a very strong musical connection and you should utilize it more and it's actually, I mean, it's healing for all of us, but there are some people that respond to it more um, strongly and you do your vibration, so I feel like you have to connect with it, whether it's working in the industry or, or just connecting with music more in general, but it's very important for you energetically. I feel like you are bowls. very, I'm sorry, crystal what?
1: Bowls. I've heard that about singing bowls are very, I'm very tuned to the crystal bowls.
0: Oh yes, yes. Well, for frequency, yes, they're very balancing, and and you know, each each one of us connect with different things. Um, some people would connect with that playing an instrument. Uh, you have to find what works for you. But yeah, for you, I feel like music in general, and whatever ways you feel connected to it, would be very good for you to heal. But I do feel like you're at a, a precipice here. Like you're really at crossroads. And it feels like, um, I feel this sense of freedom, like, feel, you know, wanting to feel free, really wanting to move forward, saying this is my time, and that's the energy I feel around you. I also feel like um, there are definitely some good changes coming up for you. Hello? Yes, wonderful. Hello? I'm sorry Marla, I can't hear
1: yeah, she can hears hear. you. She hears you,
0: yeah, she's there okay, hello,
1: hello. I can hear everything,
0: okay. now we hear you. I didn't hear anything before, okay, um yeah, so I feel like uh some major changes are coming around, but you are really contemplating some things, and I do feel like you will be making some some uh changes coming up uh on on a lot of ways. Personally, professionally, Um, do you have a connection to food besides eating food? (laughs) Uh,
1: Yes, that was my past job was in catering.
0: Okay. It feels like you might be connected to that again, but in a different way, in a way that's more pleasing for you. So I'm not sure if it's connected to a restaurant or because I keep hearing the word restaurant. So if, to me it feels like there, there are newer things coming for you in a, in a different spin, but things that will make you happy. So you're a very creative person, and it's just about you focusing on what you want to, you know, create at the moment. I also see a lot of changes yeah. to home and, and decorating and, and house coming for you. Wonderful. Yeah, but you're all spot on all of it. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in, Catherine. We appreciate it. Thanks.
1: Yeah, is Catherine. your contact info in the on the blog talk page? It uh, is you it's can in the you. show notes. Yeah.
0: But so Christina. Christina. com sure. Yeah, Christina. Com, or you can call 212-591-0093. Have a Thank great day. You.
1: That was amazing, Christina. So when people, um, so did you, before you got on the podcast, now when you're going to tune into people, do you meditate or are you just able to uh, tune in, you know, you just kind of center yourself for a second or how does that well, work
0: for you? I had a really busy morning with various things happening, very <laughs> a flurry of activities. And um, so uh, specifically when that's happening, I'm, I'm doing a reading, I will take 10 minutes to meditate. And and to center myself, Mm -hmm. I find that it's much easier to get the information. It's much easier um, to to feel centered. Uh, When I don't do that, it feels like it's just a little bit, um, you know, I'm not as focused in in getting the information. And and, and just to say as a psychic, um, I'm not one of those psychics that is on all day, like they're open, their frequency is open, and they're just, I'm closed. So unless I'm Uh doing a reading, unless I'm working, my, my psychic hat is off. (laughs) Because, you know, people, people have to, I'm sure you understand. People have to understand that, you know, we're like, you know, we're getting information just like a radio would, just like a, a computer does. And we need to turn off sometimes to recharge and to rest because, if you just keep yourself on all the time, you really do get tired and burn yourself out. So, I, I over the mm-hmm. years I've learned that I really have to sort of turn it off when I'm not, you know, when I'm not working, and and that works for me. Yeah, you're not
1: running up to people in, in parking lots like on that uh, TV no. show
0: with that. That's, I Isn't think that that's crazy. Isn't you know? that crazy? I'll never forget that. Isn't that funny? Because, you know, uh, an old uh, boyfriend of mine, when I first met him years ago, and, and, you know, it was a new relationship. And I don't know where we were. And he he had seen one of those psychic shows where the woman would go up like, you know, in the frozen food department in a grocery store and start reading (laughs) someone. And he said, do you do that? I said, No, I don't do that. And he was a doctor. I said, "Do you go up to strangers and start telling them that you know their eyes are bulging and they might have a, you know, an issue with their glands?" I
1: said, said, "No, I don't do that."
0: I said, "They're doing that because it's a TV show and they have to talk about something."
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think they really people would really do that. And also, most of us do do not do that no we don't do that and then you you were mentioning tarot and some people are scared of it and i would just say that you know um i have had people say oh i i wouldn't want my cards read because i don't want to hear anything bad but if but a responsible reader doesn't won't start telling you things that are bad i mean it's more uplifting and what you can do well, and they might say watch out I, for this so just mention a little bit about well, that
0: well you know i think that's subjective i think every Every psychic um, brings who they are to their readings, and I happen to be someone yeah. who's very much into psychology and and therapy and counseling. So when I do a reading, I will, you know, if I have something negative, I feel it's my responsibility to tell to the best of my ability, you know, to the person, but do it in a very responsible way, and and do it mm-hmm. in a way where they they can. Um, they can make the best of the situation or change it because all, quite often psychics are given information as a, a, a warning and, and quite often, you know, the person can make different um, choices to change things and to avoid things. So I think it's subjective, right. but, but I try to be are very responsible.
1: Yeah, it's like you're not going to say you're going to die, or say, you know, people are worried about that. If no, oh, the death I, card comes up, that means I'm going to die or something. So, or the no, devil, is, well, you
0: know, or something. Right, no. right, right. Well, I never predict yeah. death in my readings, um, and and we both no. know that in tarot, with, with in the tarot cards, which I do not use for my clients, I I don't use tarot. I know the tarot and I love the tarot, but I um I mm-hmm. you know when I read people, it's straight clairvoyance. But um right. you know, but. You know, I love the tarot. I think tarot is, is a great tool, and, and they're beautiful, beautiful cards, beautiful different types of decks. But um, we both know that when the death card comes up, it doesn't necessarily mean death. It can mean, you know, an ending of a relationship. It could be an ending of a job, be a rebirth of something. Yeah. So people who yep. don't understand it will just, you know, again, that fear thing, people will become afraid. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All
1: right, everybody. And if anybody wants a uh, reading from me, I do with 10 minute um, recorded um, readings that I email you and you can go to my website, marlamartinson.com. com And um, for a reading with Christina, psychicchristina.com. And thank you so much. Thank you Christina for joining me today and thanks everybody for tuning in. Any last words you want to share or anything that you want to share with anybody,
0: Christina, with, with the group? Uh, I, Thank you for having me on, Marla. It was lovely and I had a great time. And thanks for everyone for calling in and listening. And I just want to say, you know, everyone have a great day and and make every day positive. Beautiful. I love it. All right, everybody.
1: Much love. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. For more inspiration and to stay connected, find me on Instagram at The Mystical Matchmaker or my website, MarlaMartinson.com. Much, much love and hope you have a mystical, magical day.